alive without breath, as cold as death, never thirsting, ever drinking, all in mail, never clinking. Thousands of years later, in a dark cave, in a dark and misty cave, we see an ogre. He's holding a small ring in his hand, and he misses the person who once wore it. hasn't been happy since then, but he believes that someday he can achieve that again. He sits alone on his small boat that he hardly fits in, since he's a large ogre. And every now and then he cries, he screams, uh, horrible, horrible cries. Shrek! 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 That's what they call him now. Shrek. Because of the noise he makes in his throat, deep in his throat. He hardly remembers who he once was. He's been consumed by the memory of his lost love. The gloom of a mountain cavern, a murky pool of water. In the darkness, the shadowy outline of an emaciated figure. Emaciated. 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 I'm assuming that means not visible. The Lord of the Rings script is a lot harder to read than the Shrek one. It has lots of long words. Um, and there, it consumed him. It came to me, my own, my love, my preciousness. It says my preciousness. I'm pretty sure in the movie it's my precious. The ring brought to Shrek unnatural long life for 500 years. It poisoned his mind, and in the gloom of Shrek's cave, it waited. Bathed in cold moonlight, the world lies dark and still, the unsettled quiet before the storm. Darkness crept back into the forest of the world. Rumor grew of a shadow in the east. Whispers of a nameless fear, and the ring of power perceived. Its time had now come. It abandoned Shrek. And this is in slow motion, unseen by its keeper. The ring falls to the muddy floor of the mountain tunnel. But something happens then. 
the ring did not intend. Fumbling in the dark, a small hand closes over the ring. It was picked up by the most unlikely creature imaginable. What's... What's this? A youngish-looking Bilbo Baggins peers down at what lies in his hand, perplexed by what he's found. A hobbit, Bilbo Baggins of the Shire. A ring! Ah! What was that? Ah! A voice? Lost! My precious is lost! Frightened, Bilbo quickly pockets the one ring and hurries on. without hinges, key, or lid, yet golden treasure inside is his. A time will soon come when this hobbit's I messed up. I messed up. That was what's supposed to be the most dramatic line in the movie, and I messed the whole thing up. Let's uh, let's redo that part. Um. For the time will soon come when hobbits will shape the fortunes of all. Fate of life. And now we exit on Hobbiton Woods in the day, in the morning. Angle on two hobbit feet, resting on a small rock rising out of the long, overgrown grasses. Super! The Fellowship of the Ring. Super! The Shire. Sixty years later, camera tracks too. A figure lies beneath the dappled sunlight of an old tree. That was a... That was one sentence. I don't know what any of it meant. That was the last part. Um, and then it says, continued, continued. White flowers are scattered among the well-seeded grasses. An, an edelic... Edelic... Sitting at the end of a long sump. Here's here's what I'm going to propose. I'm very tired. Lord of the Rings is a very complexly written script. I'm going to skip over some of it. Not only because I don't want to read it, but because you don't want to listen to it. Um, you don't want to listen to this podcast anyways. Why make it harder for you? Um, if you're listening to this, you truly have nothing better to do. Or you're like my friend, and you're being ni- very nice to me. Like, very, very nice to me. You're making some real sacrifices. Um, okay. Exit. Shire Lane. Day. So this is on Shire Lane, which is a street in the Shire. I think it's the only street. Uh, the cart rattles along a leafy lane, driven by a spook's figure in gray. Uh, Frodo's running, sprinting, careening down a hill, 
jumping over lawns, dodging tree branches, like a real parkour genius. Um, and uh, the shambling old pony snorts and rears as suddenly, suddenly, Frodo appears on a bank above the car. Okay, wait, wait for it. You're late! Gandalf glowers at the young hobbit. A wizard is never late, Frodo Baggins. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he needs to. They look at each other for a moment, then both start laughing. Gandalf! Frodo. Frodo's face breaks into a smile after he starts laughing, apparently, and he leaps onto the front seat of the cart. It's wonderful to see you, Gandalf. Next to Gandalf, we see how small hobbits are. Frodo is three foot six inches tall. Thank you for putting that in your movie script, Warner Bros. Did Warner Bros. make this? Oh, no, probably. Gandalf. Oh, that's in the end. Sorry. You didn't think I'd miss your Uncle Bilbo's birthday? Uh. That sounded like actor Jeffrey Tambor. When I read that. Um. The cart rattles past a field. A, fi a field lupin being tended by hobbits. What news of the outside world? Tell me everything, Gandalf! Gandalf looks down at Frodo, a twinkle in his eye. Looking at Frodo reminds Gandalf of a friend he once had long, long ago, who he once considered to be his best friend. Of course, that was before the incident. But looking at Frodo still reminds him. He remi reminds him of staying up all night, swapping manly stories. And then in the morning, making waffles. And they would talk for hours. Frodo wasn't like this friend at all. Because Frodo was dependable. And Frodo always cared. the song that plays when they're in um the shire i remember it because of lego lord of the rings i don't know how to play it but i remember the song oh i stopped it what was gandalf's voice what everything far too eager and curious for a hobbit most unnatural uh lied on the cart rattles over a stone bridge Towards a busy Harbit mar Hobbit Marketplace. Harbit Marketplace. Harbit Marketplace. Hobbit Marketplace. That took almost five tries to say that Hobbit Marketplace. Um. Well, what can I tell you? Life in the wild world goes much on, goes on much as if it has passed age. This is so hard to read, this old-timey dialogue. Old English. I'm too hip and real, hip and new and real to even comprehend what this is saying. Um, full of its own comings and goings, scarcely even aware of the existence of hobbits. Close on Gandalf as he surveys the peaceful scene before him. For which I am very thankful. That was kind of rude. 
Hobbits look up, exclaiming in wonder and excitement as the cart-bearing Gandalf and Frodo rolls past the Green Dragon Inn towards the party field. There's a little dot 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 towards the party field where scorks of hobbits are busy preparing for the big night. Is that scorks? Scorks with a capital O. Um, is that what a group of hobbits is called? Scorks? Ah, the long-expected party. How is the old rascal? I hear it's going to be a party full of special magnificence. You know Bilbo? He's got the whole place in an uproar. Oh, well. That should please him. Half the Shire's been invited. Good gracious me. He's up to something. As he uh, scrapes the hairs, uh, wiggles the hairs on his chinny chin chin. Huh? Um. Oh, really? Frodo shoots a knowing look as Gandalf averts his eyes. Oh, suspicious. All right, then. Keep your secrets. Before you came along, we Bagginses were very well thought of. Indeed? Never had any adventures or did anything unexpected. If you're referring to the incident with the dragon, I was barely involved. All I did was give your uncle a little nudge off the door. That's very true. Makes me very mad. Gandalf had almost no role in The Hobbit. He went, he came, but he didn't, there wasn't a reason for that until the movies when he was like fighting uh, dead guys over the mountain um, and trying to ward off Sauron, which I feel like he could have done a better job of because that, otherwise these movies wouldn't have happened. These books, movies. Uh, anyway. Whatever you did. That's not, that's not, not what his voice was. Whatever you did, you've been officially labeled as a disturber of the peace. Oh, really? Odo Proudfoot looks up at the cart, passes by, deeply suspicious. These scriptwriters did their research. Because Odo Proudfoot, Proudfoot, Proudfoot is not mentioned once in the actual, like, movie. But he's in the script, and he's in the books, also. So they did, they really did their research. I feel like maybe Tolkien actually came back, Dan Tolkien came back from life, or from death, came back to life, just to help out a bit here. Make sure Odo Proudfoot got some good representation. Representation. Um, as the cart rattles into the small village of Hobbiton, a quaint rustic settlement nestled among roll amongst rolling green hills and large trees. The hobbits live in hobbit holes, neat burrows dug into the grassy hillside with round doors and, a, and cute front gardens. Excited children chasing after the cart. Uh, something Gandalf ignores the children's cries. What's that? That's a is the person writing this script making orc puns? Hold on. Stop. Stop the podcast. The person writing this script is making orc puns. Every time there's something that like sounds like orcs, they write orc with a capital O. Where was the last one? What was that? It was like... Sc stop the podcast. I know this is ruining the entire flow of the podcast 
but I have to I have to know if this if this scriptwriter is making orc puns because that's incredible. Um, where is it? Where scorks of hobbits? What would that be? Scores of hobbits, maybe. Where scores of hobbits? That makes sense. Cause the cause it, then it says, Gandalf ignores. That's so good. Oh my god. I'd like to reiterate one more time that the whoever wrote the script for Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring made orc puns, two of them so far, and we're like ten minutes into the movie. Oh. Okay. Where were I need to find where I am again. I'm gonna pause it. Okay. He was smiling with himself, well pleased with his joke. I think I mi I skipped a part. He did fireworks, and the kids were like, "Huh?" Um, Odo Proudfoot is unable to suppress a chuckle. <laughs> that was Odo Proudfoot chuckling. Uh, Frodo stands up in the cart, and Gandalf, as Gandalf reins in the horse. Gandalf, I'm glad you're back. Frodo leaps expertly from the cart. Gandalf smiles. Who taught him how to do that? Probably. So am I, dear boy. So am I. Um, Gandalf Park, Gandalf's cart pulls up outside the gate to Bag End, a particularly fine example of a hobbit hole, with a large round front door set in the grassy hillside. There's a large sign on the gate which reads, No admittance except on party business. Gandalf strides up to the garden path of Bag End, because you know, you know, Gandalf is always party business and he raises his staff and raps on the front door a voice calls out no thank you we don't want any visitors well wishers or distant relations and what about old friends suddenly the door opens and Bilbo Baggins standing before him Ew. Ew, that's a typo Bilbo Baggins stands before him I'm assuming god um he is a hobbit of indeterminate age, but we know he's 11, 11, 11, one, with a mischievous twinkle in his eye, wearing a dashing brocade waistcoat. He looks every inch the eccentric gentleman. What was his voice I just did a bit ago? Gandalf? Bilbo Baggins. My dear Gandalf! Gandalf drops to the knee to embrace his old friend. Donkey remembers when an old friend used to uh, drop to the knee to embrace him. That hasn't happened in thousands of years. It's good to see you. 111 years old! Who would believe it? Gandalf looks at him more keenly. You haven't aged a day. Gandalf and Bil Bilbo laugh together. Oh, I guess I got the tone of that wrong. You haven't aged a day! I thought that was like an ominous thing because the ring makes him not aged. Um. Come on, come on in. Welcome, welcome. Bilbo leads Gandalf into Bag End, cozy and cluttered with souvenirs of Bilbo's travels, like a dead dragon. Uh, Gandalf has to stop to avoid hitting his head on the low ceiling. Gandalf remembers a time when he never had to worry about hitting his head on any ceiling. 
but only for a brief moment. Bilbo hangs up Gandalf's hat on a peg and trots off down the hall. Tea? Or maybe something stronger? I've got a few bottles of the old Wignol left, nine, uh, 12, uh, one, 1296, also known as 1296. A very good year. Almost as good as I am. No, almost as old as I am. <laughs> uh, it was laid down by my father. What say we open one, eh? Bilbo disappears into the kitchen as Gandalf looks around, enjoying the familiarity of Bag End. He turns, knocking his head on the light. Ouch. Ow. Oh. Wait. Ow. And then walking into the wooden beam. Ow. He groans. Oh. I'm trying to make this a really immersive experience. Almost more so than the movie. Even though I'm using the script for this one. I was expecting you sometime last week. Not that it matters. You kind of go as you please, but you always have done. I always will. I don't know what voice this is that I'm doing for Bilbo. Never done it before in my life. I never heard anything like it. You've caught me a bit unprepared, I'm afraid. We've only got cold chicken. That's disgusting. Cold chicken? Bit of pickle. <laughs> they got cold chicken and a bit of pickle. Some cheese here. Oh no, that might be a little risky. What does Bilbo eat during an, his normal day? What does not Bilbo eat on a normal basis? If he has risky cheese, a bit of pickle, and cold chicken. Uh, Gandalf stops in the frame stops in front of a framed map. Chart in one corner. It is Thorin's map of the Lonely Mountain. Gandalf smiles to himself. Err, we got raspberry jam and apple tart. Mm -mm, that wasn't English. Err, we've got raspberry jam and apple tart. <laughs> he lost his accent there. Having trouble with this voice. Err, we've got raspberry jam and apple tart. Got some custard somewhere. Not much for afters, I'm afraid. Oh no, we're alright. I just found some sponge cake. Nice little snack. I hope it's enough. Comes into view. I could do you some eggs if you like. Bilbo jumps, a half-eaten pork pie in his hand. Okay. As Gandalf mysteriously appears behind him. Just tea, thank you. Oh, right. You don't mind if... No, not at all. Go ahead. Okay. A sudden loud knock on the front door. That was on my closet, so it's going to sound not like a door. Because it was really loud and echoey. Um, Mrs. Sackville Baggins. Another... That, that is another... They did the research. Her name's not ever in the movie, but it's it is the one. Bilbo Baggins, you open this door. I know you're in there. I'm not home. Gandalf watches, amused, as Bilbo tries to hide. And he's, it's amusing. It's amusing because he's very short. Uh, and most of the things in his house are very short. So he's like, you know, he's, it shouldn't be hard for him to hide. But it sure still is. Um, I've got to get away from these confounded relatives hanging on the bell all day. 
Never give me a moment's peace. Oh, I want to see mountains again. Mountains, Gandalf. And then find somewhere quiet where I can finish my book. Oh, tea. Good. So you mean to go through with your plan, then? Yes, yes, it's all, it's all in hand. And the arrangements are made. Frodo suspects something. Of course he does. He's a baggins. Not some block-headed Bryce Girdle from Hardbottle. He's not one of those. Uh, you will tell him, won't you? Yes, yes. He's very fond of you. Oh, I know. He'd probably come with me if I asked him. I think in his heart, Frodo's still in love with the Shire. The woods and the fields. Little rivers. Bilbo stands gazing out of the kitchen window. Oh, that's not him talking. Bilbo stands gazing out of the kitchen window. I'm old, Gandalf. Bilbo looks at Gandalf sadly. I know I don't look it, but I'm beginning to feel it in my heart. Bilbo's fingers come close around his waistcoat pocket, gripping a small, unseen object. I feel thin, sort of stretched, like butter scraped over too much bread. I need a holiday, a very long holiday, and I don't expect I shall return. In fact, I mean not to. Honest. Yikes. Gandalf and Bilbo are sitting in the bag and porch. For Weldon, final preparations are being made on the party field. Bilbo strikes a match and lights his pipe. That was the sound of him striking an old match and lighting his pipe. Old Toby, the finest devil's lettuce in South Farthing. It says the finest weed. I'm not making a joke like this. It says the finest weed in South Farthing. So it is uh, canon that that Bilbo's uh, Bilbo's puffing on that Lucifer's lime grass. Um, Bilbo blows a perfect smoke ring and watches it rise into the air. A tiny sailing ship with masts and sails glides through the center of Bilbo's smoke ring. Oh! He smiles. Gandalf, my old friend, this will be a night to remember. Uh, yeah, that, I'm gonna end it there. Gandalf, my old friend, this will be a night to remember. Shrek is still remembering. Remembering a time long past. He remembers Fiona. And he remembers his three children. happy they made him feel when he held them in his arms.
wishes that he could have all that back, but he knows it's too late now. He twirls in his hands, the ring, his one reminder of the life he used to have. If only she could hear him, still. Uh, Fiona, his wife, his precious. she can't that's the end of the pod